0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, November 30th, the final day of November. On this date in 1993, President Bill Clinton signed the Brady Bill into law. It was named for James Brady, President Ronald Reagan's press secretary. Brady was one of four, including Reagan, who was wounded in an assassination attempt in 1981. And on this date in 2004, fans of the quiz show Jeopardy saw Ken Jennings end his incredible winning streak. Do you remember how many games he won? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your forecast. All right, good Wednesday morning, to meteorologist Joey Silva. Clouds on in the increase this morning. The chance of rain will be going up mid to late morning. Rain will be moving through the area west to east out ahead of a cold front that will bring some scattered showers, maybe one or two rumbles of thunder. Temperatures will be in the 60s and 70s throughout the day today. As we head into this afternoon, two, three o'clock will be the end of the rain. After that, we are dry for the rest of the work in school week tomorrow. Though much cooler, highs only in the upper 50s. We'll start out the next mornings around 40 degrees, some inland areas in the upper 30s. But that cool down doesn't last long. 65 on Friday. We're up in the 70s by Saturday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health.
1: Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at MUSCHealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Now let's check your morning headlines. New this morning, Charleston County deputies say a man is facing charges after leading police on a chase into Georgetown County. Deputies say they attempted to pull over a motorcycle around 11 p.m. at 26th and Aviation Avenue in North Charleston. They say the driver of the motorcycle did not stop and continued over 26 to the Ravenel Bridge and on Highway 17 into Mount Pleasant. That chase continued into Georgetown County until the man crashed on South Frazier Street. That man whose name has not been released was then taken into custody
0: officials with the Dorchester County Sheriff's Office are investigating after they say a shooting sent a child to the hospital. Deputies say that happened around 4 30 yesterday afternoon at the Willow Trace Apartments off Windsor Hill Boulevard. They tell us the child was taken to the hospital with what they're calling non-life threatening injuries. There's no word on any suspects right now. That investigation continues. North Charleston police have released a picture of a person of interest they're trying to find in connection with a sexual assault investigation. Authorities say this person is considered a person of interest and might have information on that incident that we first told you about last Friday, the twenty-fifth. That alleged assault happened near Monitor and Lackawanna Boulevard near the Danny Jones recreation complex. Police say they were called to the home called to a home near the complex that afternoon where an underage victim told them she was sexually assaulted by a man. If you think you have any information, call North Charleston Police or Crime Stoppers.
1: The or county coroner is releasing the cause of death of a coastal carolina student found in a residence hall over the weekend the coroner's office says that death was from natural causes the school sent out an alert around 6:30 sunday night about law enforcement presence at magnolia residence hall a second alert went out a short time later saying there was no threat to campus now the south carolina law enforcement division was called out for that investigation the coroner says due to circumstances it will not be publicly identifying that student who died
0: today family friends and even strangers will pay their respects to lavelle davis jr and say goodbye to a young life taken too soon davis was one of three football players killed in a shooting at the university of virginia earlier this month his celebration of life will be held today at 11 o'clock at mount moriah baptist church in north charleston Dorchester County deputies say an extremely large turnout is expected and the town of Ridgeville will experience road closures and delays for his procession and graveside services. Beginning at 1 p.m. until 6 p.m., Coburn Town Road will be closed from School Street to Crumb Lane with very limited access. During that same time period, South Railroad Avenue will also be closed
1: to traffic from Church Street to Campbell Thicket. In North Carolina, a funeral is set to be held today for our sister station and Charlotte's helicopter pilot, Chip Tayag. He and meteorologist Jason Myers, they worked at WBTV. Last Tuesday, the chopper Tayag was flying crashed. Both men died as a result of that crash. Tayag leaves behind his wife. Meteorologist Jason Myers leaves behind his wife and four children. Myers' funeral was held Saturday. Now, the funeral will be at our Lady of Grace Catholic Church in Lancaster. That service will start at noon. Tayag's family says funeral services will take place this week in Baltimore, Maryland, where he will then be buried. Now, meteorologist Jason Myers was laid to rest over the weekend.
2: If
0: you drive in South Carolina, law enforcement likely knows where you've been and when. Officials have access to hundreds of millions of records with this data from your license plate, and now it's become the target of a new lawsuit. Cameras are part of what's being labeled as an expansive surveillance network across the state. They're automated license plate readers, and every time a car drives by, they take a photo of the vehicle and its license plate and the location. In 2014, cameras captured photos of around 26 million vehicles and their license plates. Last year, that figure was more than 150 million images, but there's no oversight from the state legislature into how this information is used or authorizing the state law enforcement division to establish this system in the first place. If somebody were wanting to find out where's his girlfriend been traveling, or where's his ex-girlfriend been traveling, or the guy she's now dating, where's he traveling, uh, or
2: any other uh, illegitimate, non-law enforcement related purpose.
0: Plaintiffs are asking the state Supreme Court to directly rule in this lawsuit. SLED now has an opportunity to respond to that request before justices decide if they'll take the case or send it to a lower court. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, a federal trial to determine whether South Carolina's congressional maps are legal is wrapping up. The NAACP says lawmakers removed black voters from the Coastal First District to make it easier for Republicans to win. The General Assembly says it drew maps fairly to deal with population growth in the area. A panel of three federal judges heard closing arguments yesterday right here in Charleston. A ruling is expected to come at a later date. Following an arrest and two students taken into custody after a fight and a gun being found at Colleton County High School a little over a week ago, the school district is now addressing the community's concerns.
0: Anna Harris attended last night's school board meeting and spoke to district leaders about how they're handling the issue.
2: It was evident in the audience that the community is concerned about students in Colleton County Schools and just how safe they really are. In the meeting, the district gave specific numbers on disciplinary action and just how they are reacting to recent events. With recent violence in Colleton County Schools, Superintendent Dr. Valerie Cave says they're working diligently with local law enforcement and SLED on these issues. She says the violence in the schools could come from gang-related violence happening within the community. There have been 3,123 total referrals given out from teachers and staff since the start of this school year. Wesley McNeely, the district safety and security coordinator, says level one offenses, such as having a cell phone out in class or not following the dress code, have increased since last year. 57% of the referrals are for level one offenses. 41.1% are level two offenses, which pertain to disruptive behavior that can be harmful to oneself or others. 1.8% are level three offenses. This is violent behavior that involves law enforcement. There have been 57 level three referrals handed out this school year. In response to parents saying they don't feel safe sending their children to school, Cave says parents can come in and help in the schools to combat that problem. McNeely says parents have come in and talked to him about their kids' behavior. They finally realize, okay, my child's not absolutely perfect. He's got some character flaws or she has some character flaws and some things we need to work on. And that's a great start for us. If we can get parents involved, then we we eliminate most of our problems. McNeely says hearings are scheduled for those students involved in the November 21st incident. There, they will decide what kind of disciplinary action they will take at the school level for those that were arrested. In Walterboro, Anna Harris, Live 5 News.
0: The leaders behind a major development coming to the Charleston Peninsula are hoping to add more affordable housing to the area ahead of schedule. Yeah,
1: developers of the Magnolia Project say it will be a mixed use development that blends with the surrounding Charleston community. Our
0: Molly McBride joins us live now with the latest details about the project and a recent donation they made to the city of
3: Charleston. Good morning, Molly. Good morning, Katie. The Magnolia development is an 81-acre development right off Milford Street along the Ashley River, right in the neck of the Charleston Peninsula. While the development itself is years from being completed, developers have recently donated land to the city of Charleston to be used exclusively for affordable housing. I spoke to Clark Davis, the CEO and president of the development company that owns the Magnolia project, who says the development will include parks, multifamily housing, hotels, restaurants, offices, and retail space. He tells me there are about 4,000 total housing units. 600 of those units will be considered affordable housing. According to Clark, they've donated one acre to the city for more affordable housing. He says this site already has infrastructure and is ready to build on, which will allow the city to get housing up and running fast while the Magnolia Project developers work on building their infrastructure. Clark says the city will use the donated land to build an additional 600 affordable units next to the Magnolia Project.
2: Because this is a long-term project and it's going to take a long time to develop, We wanted to be able to try to help as much as we can in this area, so we recently donated some land uh, right next to Magnolia that um, allows us to allows the city to go ahead and proceed forward with some affordable housing construction at this point, even prior to us uh, starting construction.
3: I reached out to the city of Charleston for a statement. They tell me they're grateful for the donation so they can continue working on the development of workforce and affordable housing. And that over the next couple of months, they will conduct a study of the land and engage professionals to start planning the project. Clark says for the Magnolia project, they, start to, they will begin to start building the infrastructure at the end of next year. At the end of this year, they're going to begin to start building vertically towards the beginning of 2024. Reporting live in Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News.
1: And if you're looking to get a foot in the door in one of the region's leading industries, listen to this. One local organization is hosting a welding student hiring event to support the production of U.S. Navy submarines. Yes, our Lauren Quinlan joining us live now. And Lauren, who is the event designed for? Good morning, by the way. Good morning. Aisha, officials tell me this event is for any
4: U.S. citizen here in South Carolina with a high school diploma or GED looking to start a 30-year career in welding. SC Works Trident is one of the Berkeley-Charleston-Dorchester Council of Governments programs hosting this event. Kaylin Milford with BCDCOG says it's their job to get the Tri-County back to work, especially after the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. With this mission, Milford says they work with companies like W International to complete their team. Located in Goose Creek, W International is an advanced metal fabricator and their team welds complex systems like Navy submarines and super carriers. Now, if you successfully complete the 10 to 12 week paid training, you'll be awarded a welding certificate and a full time position in an industry that Milford says is here to stay. This is an opportunity to start a 30 year career. So, if you only have a high school diploma or um, GED equivalent, this is, this is a great opportunity to start a 30 year career that you could um, use for the rest of your life and take care of your family. At this weekend's event, W International Associates will be holding open interviews, letting people know if they have advanced to the next round on the spot. Officials ask you to bring a resume or any other credentials you believe will help, but again, all that is required is a high school diploma or GED equivalent and being a U.S. citizen. The hiring event is this Saturday from 7 to 10 at 2040 Bushy Park Road in Goose Creek. If you miss that address, don't worry. It's on our website. Just click on this story. Reporting for Live 5 News, I'm Lauren Quinn.
0: Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's News Leader.